going to turn things back over to Mark Weber for hour three of Garden Talk and the second part of What Plan I Am this morning. Am I right? Yes. I have a question for you. Yes. Would the history of an area play an important role in picking and choosing what plants to plant in your landscape? I would say so. Yeah. So where you live at, do you know what it was 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 years ago? Not that far. Could probably tell you what it was 20 years ago. So how would one figure out the history of a site? Hmm. Good question. We'll talk about that next on Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group Ohio. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. We're watching the radar right now. If weather breaks, we break in immediately. You're on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And I'm Dayton's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. You're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend. And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you as we roll into our number three of Garden Talk. And we hope that uh, you're enjoying this morning's broadcast. If you have got a, uh, a gardening question or if you've got an idea about how to improve your landscape, we would love to talk to you today at 457-1290. That's 12, 457-1290. That would uh, be part of today's broadcast, and more so, it's a place where you can get all of your gardening questions answered here for the next couple out next hour or so. And we would love to hear your voices today at four five seven twelve ninety. A lot of times when we work with uh, plants, um, a lot of times it's hard to make decisions about. Uh, where those plants uh, will do well and where they won't do well. And a lot of times it's the foundation of why plants do well and don't do well based on the site history. And in the world of plants, we call that the horticultural history of the site. And a lot of times we, um, when we make decisions about landscaping and, and, and plant placement, we have long forgotten about the... Uh, uh, the issue of why certain plants just don't do well here. And one of those plants that I often hear people that struggle a lot with is related to the rhododendron family. They're, they're very what they call ericaceous, which means they are acid-loving plants. Um, they like to grow in places where the soils are well-drained and the soils are, are, are acidic. And uh, places like that, in many cases, just don't do very well. And so I will begin to say this morning is that when you're picking and choosing plants, um, be sure that you are picking and choosing plants that are sited well for your area. Don't plant things that just don't do very well um, based on the fact that that site just won't support that particular plant species and there's different resources out there for that type of stuff but a lot of times if you work with a trained um, arborist or horticulturalist they can kind of guide you along the way about what the site history is and what will work and what won't work in that site let's head to the telephone lines let's go to tip city and let's go talk to lee lee good morning 
Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, I've uh, got some Colorado blue spruce that up to about two years ago were very healthy. And then I started noticing that they had needle loss and uh, needles were falling off and turning brown. And uh, I've read on the Internet that there's a fungus going around that's killing them. I was wondering if there was anything that homeowners can do to to fight that fungus or do you need to have a, a somebody come in from a business a company and spray them with some commercial product? Well, firstly, the first step in proper diagnosis um, for any plant problem is figuring out what the plant species is. And second of all is to figure out what that plant problem is. So I'm going to begin with the suggestion that you work with a qualified certified arborist. Okay. And you can find a qualified certified arborist at a website called trees. Number four, Ohio.org. Okay. And that's where I, where all of this really needs to begin. Um, you may be seeing something on the internet called needle cast disease. Maybe is that what you're referring to? Yeah, yeah, it's okay. supposed to be some kind of fungus. Yeah, it's a fungus, way. but the real root of the problem with it, and this is where I, I need to explain to you, um, the real root of this problem is the plants under stress. Okay. Okay. Meaning that. The fungus just didn't just fly along and and spores through the through the through the air and just found your your trees by happenstance. Okay. Okay. It happens because your trees are in trouble. <laughs> All right. And I know a lot of times people don't want to hear this, but the fact is is that trees that get sick, particularly from natural pathogens like needle cast is directly related to plant stress. Okay. And that um, plant stress, and, 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 and please let me finish so you get, a, you get where, where I'm going with this. Um, plant stress can come from about 19 or 20 sources. And the one that, that I find in my practice that is more related to needle cast disease is drought excessive moisture, and nutritional deficiencies. And you and, and, and this Colorado blue spruce is an excellent example of a tree that's in the, it's in the wrong climate. Uh, this is a species of plant that, that, that grows in the Rocky Mountains, okay? And the mountains of Colorado and Utah, and Idaho and Wyoming is totally different than the climate of Dayton, Ohio. Okay. Now, not to say that all blue spruces can't grow here, but blue spruces can grow here, particularly if they have really well-drained soils and they get the proper nutrition. And most blue spruce like to operate between the pH of around six and no higher than about 7.2 to 7.3, no higher than 7.2. So what I would recommend is work with a qualified arborist, do some soil and foliar testing, and that will tell us what you have nutritionally in the soil, but also what's inside the tree. And I have found blue spruce that were severely 
you know, deficient in, in, in manganese, that's MN in the periodic table. If they haven't lost too many need, needles can be corrected with the proper nutrition. But other than that, there is no magical way to make it go away. There are fungicide sprays out there, but it still hasn't solved. It hasn't solved the root of the problem. You, you follow where I'm going with this? Yeah. And, and this is a, and, and this is what this is why this makes this hard because it's a slightly, it is a complicated situation and it requires, you know, a professional to kind of guide you through this process. I've had I've had Colorado blue spruces that had beginning needle cast, did foliar testing on them, did soil testing on them, figured out how low they were in a particular group of elements, fixed that nutritional problem. Um, increased airflow around the plants and fixed the problem without ever applying one single fungicide. Uh, how long do uh, Colorado blue spruce uh, live? Depends on the site. Okay, because they're about oh, 25 to 30 years old. And, and, you know, you may have a site that has limited soil volume, Meaning you may not have enough soil, soil S-O-I-L, to support the tree, too. And I see that happen a lot, too. Meaning that, you know, a lot of times when we put trees in the landscape, we don't have enough adequate soil, vial, soil volume to support that tree long term. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because a lot of times, you know, we've got them in squeeze between a sidewalk, a house, and a driveway. <laughs> And that plant needs more more root space, and there may not be enough root space for it to live. And so we we kind of you know the plant's life life is, sh- is shortened by the volume. And it, and this is something called uh, it's it's a it's a very interesting conversation to have with people. A lot of times people don't get this, but plants have limitations, and limitations can be climate, limitations can be soil, limitations can be nutrition. Limitations can be moisture. Um, trees could live a long, long time as long as they don't have limits. Okay, um, they don't just necessarily get old and die. They die because of these limits. And in mm-hmm. and a tree, you know, a tree will, you know, give you a prime example. Look at the redwoods in California. Two thousand years old, some of them older, older than that. And why do they live long like that? Because they have great soil volume. They've got the moisture that they want. They want winter moisture. They don't want spring, summer, or fall moisture. Um, They live in protected environments. They don't get a lot of wind because they live in these valleys that don't get a lot of wind off the Pacific Ocean. And they get what they need, and 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 they're, they're, you know, designed as a plant less likely to fail because they're a central leader system. So you put all that together, you've got the, the perfect tree that lives a long time. A, a tree in Ohio that lives that long is the bur oak. The bur oak can live 2,000 plus years in Ohio because it's in where, what is it? it got deep soils, lots of moisture, lives by itself as a group of other oaks. A lot of times they live in, the, in these almost like hammock conditions in the forest. Again, live a long, 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 long time because they don't have limits put on them. And a Colorado blue spruce planted in Ohio, it's got some limitations. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. 
Yeah, so work with a certified arborist, and that's one of the reasons why a lot of times when we talk about plant selection, particularly with trees and plants, selecting the right plant for the right place is more than just picking something that's got pretty leaves and flowers. It's picking something that's got longevity. Okay? Okay. Thank you for the information. Lee, thanks for your call, and have a good day. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. 457-1290. Let's go talk to Tom. Tom, good morning. Welcome to Garden Talk. Good morning, Mark. How are you this morning? I'm well, sir. How can I be of service to you today? Well, a couple years ago, I talked to you about my um, Bradford pear, and you told me that if I would have uh, got an arborist up here to trim it out, uh, that it would probably last a good long time, and I didn't take that advice. And a couple weeks ago, a strong storm came through and snapped it right in half. I just kind of wanted to tell your listeners, if you do have a Bradford pear, they are perfectly good trees. This is the most beautiful tree on my uh, property. And I've lost it now because I didn't listen to you. I figured it was a good, strong tree, and it was. It was a a beautiful tree. But now there's only half of it there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's let's back up for a minute, though, and talk about, you know, a lot of times— and this is a hard thing for people to understand, but um, <laughs> a tree can be green and healthy and not structurally sufficient. Well, you can have a structurally sufficient tree that's not green and healthy. In other words, tree structure is totally independent than green and healthy. I know that's a hard concept for a lot of people to get, but you can have a tree that's completely the most beautiful leaves in the world, but have the weakest branch um, connections with the trunk, and, 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 and the calorie pairs, as you described, are that group of plants. And there's a lot of other tree. There's other a lot of other tree species of the same. Another one that I can tell you about as it gets older in life that falls apart is black locust, robinia. It's a, it's a tree that, you know, my, my, my family used it for fence posts for years. But the thing is, is it forms these really lousy connections between the trunk and the branches. And under normal weather conditions, they fail. So, you know, these are trees. There's, there's, there's every plant on the, on the living on this planet has an Achilles heel. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> every living thing on this planet has an Achilles heel. I mean, when you think yeah. about it, when you think about it in the big picture, earthworms have Achilles heels. I have an Achilles heel with, 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 with whatever the good Lord wants to throw at me. There's something out there that can make me sick. Same thing with you, okay? Trees are no different. There's some trees that are stronger than other trees, and there's some trees more adaptable than other trees, and there's more uh, certain shrubs that are more adaptable than others, but they all have something that can hurt them and kill them, Okay. So the, the secret to all this is, is selecting things that have less of those issues. So let's begin a new, new turn in your landscape. Let's plant a tree based off of a soil test to know what the physical limitations are of the soil and select and choose a variety of plant that was tolerant of your site conditions, okay? And let's, okay. let's pick and choose a tree based off that soil test that's more structurally sound than others, and there are those out there. 
And then the third component of this, before we get to what you really like and the leaves and the flowers and stuff, is pick a tree that is designed genetically to live a long time, has longevity, okay? And then you get to choose what looks pretty. <laughs> okay. Does that make sense? Does that make sense uh, to you? Yeah, makes perfect sense. So this time, instead of ignoring Mark Weber's advice, Tom, what are you going to do? <laughs> I'm going to get a soil test. You're going to get a soil test and do it right. Tom, have a good day. i got to go around because Javon's getting ready to throw rotten apples at me. Okay. Thanks, Mark. you got to play some of this, this hip-hop music for us now on Garden Talk. Okay? Take, oh, <laughs> take care. Take care, Tom. Bye-bye. You too. More Garden Talk will continue after this. On, on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO's Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Five Rivers Metro Park's Second Street Market is now open on Sundays from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. This summer, enjoy fresh local produce from the Outdoor Farmer's Market. And then stop inside for delicious lunch options. Artisan bread, cheeses, flowers, and homemade crafts from more than 40 different Dayton area vendors all weekend long. Plan your next visit at metroparks.org slash local food. That's metroparks.org slash local food. Agape for Youth is a local advocate for adoption, foster care, and reunification services and has been serving the community since 1989. Their Agape Strong Giving Hope for Tomorrow fundraising gala will take place on August 16th at the Steam Plant in Dayton. It will raise funds to support the youth and families that are helped by their organization. For more information or to support their mission, visit agapeforyouth.com. This airtime provided by Neighbors Helping Neighbors, underwritten by White Allen. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy, or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-226-9149. That's Arbor Experts at 226-9149. Come out to the Grill Out. Join Dots Market at their Kettering and Bellbrook stores this Saturday, August 3rd from 1 to 3 for Customer Appreciation Day. Enjoy hot dogs, burgers, and your chance to win your height and Turkey Hill ice cream. Gift cards and door prize raffles will be drawn every 15 minutes. No purchase necessary. Plus, earn double rewards points Saturday and Sunday. Customer Appreciation Sales are running all weekend at Dots Market. And remember, nobody beats Dots Meat. Give your loved ones the opportunity to enjoy their best years living out life to the fullest at Beehive Homes Assisted Living Facility and Memory Care in Springboro. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin. I encourage you to call Beehive Homes and schedule a tour. 937-350-1211. The next best place to home. Hi, this is Dan Edwards. You need a passport? Visit one of the convenient auto title locations of your Montgomery County Clerk of Courts in Huber Heights, Clayton, Downtown, Dayton, Moraine, or Centerville. No appointment needed. See Mike Foley, Clerk of Courts, before traveling abroad. Go to We Do passports.com for more info while your focus is on getting your kids ready to go back to school our focus is on keeping your family safe around the clock depend on us for important traffic and weather updates here on 1290 and 95.7 whio dayton's news and talk good morning it's 8 26 let's check out the updated weather forecast from news center seven 
Perfect weather expected for Saturday, starting off cool with those temperatures around 60 degrees, sunshine all day long, low humidity, and a high temperature right around 85 degrees. Nice weather into the evening and overnight as well. Mainly clear skies and dropping to a low temperature in the lower 60s once again. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 957 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler 7 radar is uh, showing uh, beautiful blue skies this morning. We've got a gorgeous sunrise on tap here at the South Main Street studios of WHIO Radio. It's 63 degrees on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk for the last 28, soon to be 29 years next weekend. On Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Okay, 457-1290, we're going to go dancing and all that good stuff. I guess it's Saturday night. Saturday night starts at, at noon today, I guess, Javon, so we can we can all go out. And, why don't you and I, Mr. Audie, all go out and do some hopping some bars or something. <laughs> I haven't gone bar hopping in God knows how many years. <laughs> Four five seven twelve ninety is the number of the dial if you'd like to join us. Um, next weekend, ladies and gentlemen, will be the 29th um, year anniversary of uh, Garden Talk, and uh, it's kind of a weird thing. I I will have to tell you this. I feel like I just came to this station uh, just yesterday, and I've been here for 29 years, and I'm looking so forward to celebrating uh, 29 years of being on the radio with you guys uh, next weekend. Um, and uh, like for many of you that are listening right now, to start thinking about your favorite Garden Talk memory. Um, it's going to be a great show. I'm going to do a lot of reminiscing about things that have happened in the past and uh, shows from, from, from previous years. And, uh, and so blessed to be able to, to be on the airways all these years and to wake many of you up on Saturday morning is quite a, uh, a blessing on many, many fronts. When we come back, we're going to do uh, in the uh, down the garden path with John Scott from Knollwood. And of course, uh, do what plan I am number two for today. But more importantly, taking your calls at 457-1290 on Garden Talk with Mark Weber on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO, Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 8.30. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following this morning, a brutal assault overnight in Dayton has cops investigating and needing your help in finding possible suspects. Find out if the forecast cooperates with your evening and weekend plans. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. 
Well, WHIO triple team traffic. Not seeing any new accidents in the last half hour. Checking out those major freeways. Everything looking clear from what we're seeing. And it's our top story in Dayton. 43-year-old Clifford Wilson is in critical condition after he was assaulted, placed in the street, and then run over by a car. WHIO's Molly Kowick has more. Deputies said the man was attending a wake inside a home nearby before being hit. After this happened, the driver took off. Cops say the man was attending that wake on Esmeralda Drive. Right now it's being investigated if that event had anything to do with the assault. Anyone with information is asked to call Miami Valley Crime Stoppers at 225-STOP. Well, now to Washington, where President Trump's plans for a new intelligence director have changed. Texas Congressman Dan Ratcliffe came into public eye after trying to discredit Robert Mueller and as the investigation. A couple of days later, Mr. Trump announced his plan to nominate Ratcliffe to replace Dan Coats as the nation's top intelligence official. Now, that will not happen. Mr. Trump blamed news media coverage of Ratcliffe. Congressional critics said he was not qualified. That's Tom Fody with team coverage. Well, the University of Dayton scores a defense contract for materials research. The school's research institute wins a $9.8 million contract to evaluate materials and structures in non-destructive experiments for the Air Force. Most of the work will be conducted at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. That's WHIO's Ron Otto. He says the work is expected to be completed in August 2026. Well, Huber Heights police are looking for, into a threat made towards city zoning officers on social media. Cops say a citizen commented on Facebook post that saying, if zoning officers tried to come onto his property, his words, it will be the last. Investigators say they are still interviewing people and no charges have been filed. Cops say the person who posted the comment told them he didn't mean to threaten anyone. Let's get a look at the most accurate and dependable forecast with meteorologist Jesse Mag. A cool start to the morning. Temperatures right around 60 degrees. Clear skies overhead and expect plenty of sunshine throughout the day. Low humidity and a high of 85 degrees. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mag on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. A latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar is looking all clear throughout our area, seeing a lot of sunshine from our studio on South Main Street in Dayton. The start of a beautiful day and a beautiful weekend indeed. 63 degrees in Troy, 64 right now in Springfield, 63 here in Dayton at 833. With news on the hour, the half and instantly when it breaks, I'm Jonah Adi on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk depend on it. Hey everyone, it's Nancy here from my amazing friend Christian Hahn at Joseph Airport Toyota Hyundai. Chris is so busy making great deals. I'm excited. I get to tell you about what's going on in Vandalia. You know, I love my RAV4 for years. You know that. And when I finally took the plunge on a new Toyota Highlander, I got to experience firsthand that Joseph Airport Toyota Hyundai promise. You know, they've got everything you're looking for in a new vehicle, not just Highlanders and RAVs, but they've got Sonatas, they've got Tucsons, all of one great location. And if you're looking for pre-owned, well, Joseph Airport Toyota Hyundai has over 300 to choose from, most with the lifetime powertrain warranty at no cost to you. You can shop ahead of time at josephairporttoyota.com or airhyundai.com. These vehicles are priced to move. Great selection, great pricing, and the ease of doing business. That's the Joseph Airport Toyota Hyundai promise. Stop in and see Christian. Yeah, you know, I guarantee he's probably going to say yes. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, he's been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. 
I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them. But I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me, and my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. This is Clark Howard here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. Own a Google Home device? When you get home, tell Google to play WHIO Radio. Let's spend time to take a walk through the Garden Gate with John Scott from Norwood Garden Center and Landscape on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. Good morning, John Scott. Good morning, Mr. Weber. How are you? I am uh, just loving the sun. Sunrise this morning. It is beautiful. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been on a power washer now for three days. In the spring, sometimes we say, "Man, we wish our parking lot was bigger," but we're getting ready to reseal our parking lot and uh, cleaning an acre and a half of uh, asphalt in preparation of ceiling. Quite the undertaking, shall we say? But yes. hey, um, you you and Randy normally get to talk about laws, and you know me, and laws is one of my favorite things. And I really want to push the importance. These next 30 days, for those of us who are battling the nimble issue, for those of us who have lawns that have some weed pressure from the spring, for those of us that have lawns that are going to need thickened up or possibly even overhauled, these next three weeks are the weeks to be out there using your selective herbicide of choice, your organic method of choice, if that means bending over and pulling weeds. But we've got three weeks now to get these yards as weed-free, get rid of that weed pressure as possible, so that when we get to the end of August, the beginning of September, when we want to do that fall, wonderful time of year, overseed to the lawn, we've got our yards prepared and ready for it. And I know you'll get the phone calls second week in September, I've got all these weeds. What do I do? I want to stick in my lawn. Well, then you're getting late in the seeding season to have time to kill the weeds properly and get started off clean. So it's a little hot this weekend. It's going to be nice next weekend, a little bit dry. But if you've got weed pressure out there, now is the time. Get it cleaned up. So three weeks from now, we can be talking about throwing that grass seed down and and, and getting that lawn where we want it for next spring. You know, John, you, your advice is so well-rooted in, in, in good science and good uh, advice to all our listeners. That, Ladies and gentlemen, I know that August tends to be the month when we all go, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But this is the month when there's a lot of things you lay the groundwork for, and one of which is you're leading down the path to a better-looking lawn and landscape. And I will say to everybody out there, use these next few months as a launching pad to a better landscape. If you don't, you're not going to be able to be as successful as you are if you do it now. And grass seeding season 
is less than two weeks away. Mr. Mr. John Scott, your hours of operation today between blacktop resurfacing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have to throw that in. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, my back and my legs don't think it's so funny, Mark. I, but uh, we are open 9 to 6 today, and we're open 11 to 5 tomorrow. And uh, as usual, we're ready to play, and the store looks good, and we're still, we're still having fun. It's been a good gardening season. Enjoy yep. it, people. Mr. John Scott, as always, thank you. We will talk to you next week. Thank you, sir. Take care. Bye-bye. You've been through the Garden Gate with John Scott from Norwood Garden Center and Landscape. The Garden Talk phone lines are open. Call the garden guru, Mark Weber, at 457-1290 on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. All right, folks, 457-1290 is the number of the dial as I am finishing up with the second what plant I am. And uh, remember that I am a plant, and your job today is to guess what plant I am. And this one is an interesting one on many, many fronts. And I just got to finish this one sentence. And I will be ready to go, Javon. Now, ladies and gentlemen, how this works is I'm going to describe you with some clues what I am. And once you know what you think I am as far as the plant is concerned, call 457-1290. Javon's a really nice guy. He'll answer the telephone, and uh, he will take your name down, but you'll give Javon the answer that you believe is correct. Now, if you get this answer right, there's a $25 gift card to know what at stake. Really nice, high-quality prize, okay? And uh, if you get it right. Now, if you don't get it right, you still get to talk to me, and we'll have some fun and talk about your answer and how how that answer doesn't apply to the, the correct answer, but also we talk a little bit about that plant and its, its value. So this is going to be a fun one. All right, we got basically one, let me look at this one more time. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven big clues. Seven. All right, now that's seven, you should be able to figure out the answer, okay? I am not an important tree as a source of timber. Hmm. I have a fragrance. It's a mild fragrance. I have a unique shape strong limbs and have the ability to retain my soft needles for a long time after you cut me. Now, Javon, you'll love this clue. I have been used more than any other tree in the blue room of the White House. (laughs) I have grown in plantations in areas like Scotland and the United Kingdom. And I am sold by the thousands everywhere. I am native to southeastern Appalachia. I live natively and grow in elevations of around 3,900 feet to 6,683 feet. I live in acidic soils that are moist but well-drained, 
sandy loams, and I'm usually mixed with another tree partner called Picea rubens or the red spruce. I prefer a climate that's cool and moist with short, cool summers, cold winters, and heavy snowfall. So what plant am I? Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. That's four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. If you know what plant I am, it's an interesting plant on many different fronts. I'll give you the clues once again. I am not an important source of timber. I have a mild fragrance, unique shape. Strong limbs, ability to retain my soft needles for a long time after you cut me. I have been used more times than any other tree in the blue room of the White House. I am grown in plantations in Scotland and sold by the thousands throughout the United Kingdom and Ireland. I am a native to southeastern Appalachian Mountains. And I grow natively in very high elevations around 3,900 feet to 6,683 feet above sea level. I prefer to grow in acidic soils, moist, well-drained, sandy soils. And I usually are mixed. And this is one of the important clues about my existence on this planet You'll most likely find me in native stands mixed with a tree called Picea rubens, or the red spruce. I prefer climates that are cool and moist with a short, cool summer and a cold, harsh winter with heavy, heavy, heavy snowfall. 457-1290, if you know what plant I am, there is a $25 gift card at stake, folks. $25 to Knollwood. If you know what plant I am. Let's talk to Nathan in Yellow Springs. Nathan, good morning. Good morning. All right. I'm not, Nathan. I am not an important source of timber, Nathan. I have a mild fragrance, unique shape strong limbs, and an ability to retain my soft needles for a long time after you cut me. I have been, Nathan, in the White House more than any other tree in the Blue Room in the history of our great country. I, have, I grow in plantations in Scotland and sold by the thousands in the United Kingdom and Ireland. I am native to southeastern Appalachia, and you will most likely find me growing naturally in elevations at 3,900 feet to 6,683 feet above sea level. I prefer acidic soils. I prefer to grow in well-drained, sandy loams, and you will most often find me intermixed with another tree called Picea rubens or the red spruce. And most importantly, I prefer a cool climate, a moist climate 
with short, cool summers and cold, harsh winters with heavy snowfall. Nathan, with a $25 gift, gift card to know what at stake, what plant am I? I have to guess blue spruce. No! Oh. You didn't listen to Garden Talk today. You know why? Because we talked about a guy from Tip City called and wanted to know about his blue spruce. Oh. And we talked about how blue spruce was native to the Rocky Mountains. Remember that? I'm sorry, I was at the farmer's market here. Yeah, see, if you miss a minute of garden talk, you miss a whole day. No, I'm just teasing. (laughs) I'm just teasing. But the point being is, is this is a good example. I am not. I, I, frankly, I'm not going to be able to grow in the Rocky Mountains. Mm Mm-mm. There's others of of my family tree that may grow in the Rocky Mountains. But I do not grow in the Rocky Mountains. Thank you, though. Okay? Thank you. Bye-bye. 457-1290. Let's go talk to Wayne. Wayne, good morning. Hi, how are you? I'm good, Wayne. What plant am I today? Scotch pine. You know what, Wayne? I am not a pinus. Pardon? I am not a pinus. Oh, golly. I am not a pinus. But thanks well, for but but I'm but but the other thing is I'm not pine Scotch pine is not native to the United States. Did you know that? Uh, no, I did not know that. Yeah, it's actually got a name. It's real Scotch pine is really the Scots pine, and the Scots pine is native to Europe. So Wayne, thanks for your call and have a great day. Okay. Okay. okay thanks. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, we've got uh, one line available, 457-1290. If you know what I am, the $25 gift card at stake. On Garden Talk with Mark Weber on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO and Dayton's News and Talk. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Five Rivers Metro Park's 2nd Street Market is now open on Sundays from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. This summer, enjoy fresh local produce from the Outdoor Farmer's Market. And then stop inside for delicious lunch options. Artisan bread, cheeses, flowers, and homemade crafts from more than 40 different Dayton area vendors all weekend long. Plan your next visit at metroparks.org slash local food. That's metroparks.org slash local food. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy, or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-226-9149. That's Arbor Experts at 226-9149. Every company has a history, a story that makes them who they are. At Koenig Equipment, their story is about family. It started 115 years ago when John C. Koenig realized his vision to start a family business to serve his friends and neighbors. Today, the Koenig Equipment team maintains that same vision. From offering competitive prices on John Deere equipment to providing parts and service beyond the sale, 
conveniently located in Anna and Botkins. Visit keturf.com today. Need a U.S. passport? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Foley, your Montgomery County Clerk of Courts. Visit one of our convenient auto title locations in Huber Heights, Clayton, Downtown, Moraine, and Centerville. Make us your first destination before you travel abroad. No appointments ever needed. We do passports.com for more info. Hello, I'm Jose Hernandez, and I have been using a wheelchair since my accident in 1995. My name is Andrea Dalzell, and I've been using a wheelchair since I was five years old. I guess if I had one message for the general public, it would be that I appreciate your help. But please, ask first. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that I've actually got everything under control. I think people get nervous. They don't know how to act, so they pretend I'm not there. What probably bothers me the most is when waiters talk to my companion and not directly to me. I think everyone with a disability can relate to that parking spot problem. We know you're just parking that disabled spot for a second, but please, don't. We're We're just just looking looking for the the same same respect respect and consideration consideration as everyone else. United Spinal Association is dedicated to enhancing the quality of life of people living with spinal cord injuries and disorders. Download our disability etiquette booklet at unitedspinal.org. While your focus is on getting your kids ready to go back to school, our focus is on keeping your family safe around the clock. Depend on us for important traffic and weather updates here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Another clue for what plant I am. Um, My species was named after a Scottish botanist, Javon. And because my the Scottish botanist's name was spelled one way, I was spelled another way. Interesting. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Perfect weather expected for Saturday, starting off cool with those temperatures around 60 degrees, sunshine all day long, low humidity, and a high temperature right around 85 degrees. Nice weather into the evening and overnight as well. Mainly clear skies and dropping to a low temperature in the lower 60s once again. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. And by the way, you can even, Javon, you'll like this one. You can milk resin from me. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar, it, by the way, is two minutes faster than National Weather Service radar, according to the WHIO weather people, is showing clear conditions. We have got an absolutely drop-dead gorgeous Saturday on tap and a good day to go outside and visit your landscape and figure out what you want to do to make it better. 63 up at the airport, 63 in the land of Tecumseh, that's uh, Xenia. And 63 on the station you depend on for weather, traffic, and news. This is Garden Talk with 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. You know, when I started on radio and I started doing Garden Talk, we didn't really do a lot with bumper music. And I remember uh, I would bring in stuff that I had. Because <laughs> music's always been a big part of my life. 
And um, I've been probably more. My my kids always got the biggest kick out of their parents. Always wanted to go to concerts all the time. And I've I've seen a lot of great bands and stuff over time. And uh, um, and and I would bring in my own music for bumper music for Garden Talk. Yeah, yeah. We did everything Keith Urban and Alabama and uh, and Journey and stuff. And then we had to conform to certain rules. So. <laughs> Next weekend, ladies and gentlemen, will be the 29th anniversary of Garden Talk. Um, please join us for next week's celebration. It'll be one big, big, big happy birthday party. And um, and to think this week, maybe you'll think about some of the your favorite Garden Talk memories, because I sure have a, a boatload that I like to share with all of you. 457-1290. Let's go talk to Carol. Carol, good morning, and welcome to Garden Talk. Good morning. Okay, Carol, I'm going to give you some clues. Okay, you ready? Yeah. I am not an important source of timber. I am mild in my fragrance, unique in my shape. I have strong branches of the ability that you can retain my soft needles for a long time after you can cut me. In fact, Carol, I have been in the White House in the Blue Room, more times than any other tree in American history. I am grown in plantations in Scotland and sold by the thousands in the United Kingdom in Ireland. I'm native to the southeastern portions of the United States, and I'm found in the mountains of Appalachia at elevations of 3,900 to 6,683 and in most cases, you will find me associated with another like tree called the red spruce or the Picea rubens. And I look similar to Picea rubens, but what's unique is, is if you cut my branch, you can actually milk sap out of my branches, Carol. And I prefer a cool climate that's moist, short summers, and really cold winter, winters with heavy snowfall. Carol, what plant am I? I'm probably way off, but are you a beechwood? No, you have blue spruce, and I, neither was right. So, Carol, thanks for your call. 457-1290, if you think you know what I am. And uh, we, by the way, let's go talk to... Nada. Nada, good morning. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm great. Now, Nada, I'm going to give you the clues. Okay. And we'll see if you're right or wrong. I am not an important source of timber, Nada. Not at all. In fact, I would probably make lousy timber because my wood's, my wood's not that strong. I have a mild fragrance. And some people believe my fragrance kind of smells like citrus, like oranges and grapefruit. My shape is beautiful. I am perfectly conical. And I have these really strong limbs. And if you ever see me in the wild, you'll never see where my limbs break because of heavy snow. I have really strong limbs. And the ability, Nada, to hold my needles for a long time. In fact, if you cut me, I may hold my needles for almost 10 months before my needles fall off, even though I'm dead. And I've been, been in the White House more times than any other tree in the Blue Room. Pretty astonishing. 
I am grown in plantations in Scotland and sold by the thousands in the United Kingdom. I'm a native to the southeastern Appalachia, grown in very high elevations. I like acidic soil, and I look very similar to a spruce, even though I'm not a spruce. Because if you cut my branches, you can milk the sap from my branches. And I like prefer cool climates, I like high elevations. I love to grow where there's heavy snow. With a $25 gift card at stake, Nada, what plant am I? The Fraser fir. You're right. How did you know I was a Fraser fir? Was it the blue room at the White House? <laughs> no, I knew they grew in the mountains of North Carolina, and yeah. I've had them as Christmas trees. They're beautiful Christmas trees. Yeah. And they seem to hold their needles longer. You know, and the, the thing that's probably the saddest part about the Fraser fir is the, the, the natural population has been really hammered with with an invasive pest called an adelgian that is and and it's destroying this natural habitat at, at a very rapid rate it's called a balsam woody woolly adelgian and the sad part is that there are unique animals and animals that live that have to live in cohabitation with the fraser fir that are being decimated in, in the same wake so the bottom line is this is a tree that in every shape and form is beautiful, gorgeous, and delightful. Nata, you won yourself a $25 gift card to NOLA because they're gardeners like you and I. And by the way, you beat um, Cindy by exactly 60 seconds. <laughs> 60 seconds! You're faster dialing fingers were, Nata. Well, congratulations to you. I'm going to place you on hold so that Javon can get all your vitals. And thanks for being part of Garden Talk. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Bye-bye. Well, folks, that'll wrap it up for this week's edition of Garden Talk. It's time for Mark to go home and change my sprinkler. (laughs) Very special thanks to each and every one of you for joining me today. And don't forget, next week on Garden Talk will be our 29th anniversary. Please join us for... A celebration that you will remember for the rest of your life. And remember the very words that I spoke some 28, almost nine years ago on a beautiful August morning, just like today. And they are so very true as well. Gardening, my friends, is a great quest in life. It's a wonderful way to enjoy the blessed earth in which the good Lord has made. Please, my friends, get out there, plant a tree, plant a hosta, improve your lawn, your garden, your landscape. Or remember, whatever gardening that you do, be sure to make it. Happy gardening on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.